folks, grab a seat and pour your drink me as Whiskers and Whiskeys present Tales of the Trophy, the SEC's great. I gotta see, I want to do one to the Big Ten there, the SEC's greatest rivalries. Uh, and maybe I'm just a little bit tired too, man. Well, hell of a week one of college football. I'm all, I'm all exhausted today. That uh, all that excitement really, really wore me out. Yeah, those were those were some really good games. Uh, I mean, all all day yesterday, it's you know, it's kind of getting acclimated with who transferred where, what coaches where, uh, high expectations and preseason rankings, and how flawed those can be. Um, I feel like we we ran the gambit yesterday with all of that. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely exciting. I mean, yeah, week one's kind of hair miss sometimes, but I think the you know I was pretty well entertained from the uh from the first kickoff until yeah. uh until the very end so you know yeah, i we know you're well entertained <laughs> hey man i i think i think what ej's alluding to is the uh the the iowa game iowa south dakota state ended seven three uh but for those of you who didn't watch it was the most unconventional seven three uh of all time because that uh the only scoring plays were two touchdowns and two safeties uh, I live bet the under field goals, a, a total, or yes, or sorry, two field goals and two safeties. No, no touchdowns in that game. Get nah, real. Nah. I live bet the under I, the, to, the game total was 15 and a half at the end of the third. And I took the under and, uh, and it won. I was just, I was thrilled. It was, it was an absolutely beautiful. That's really when the tie turned for me. Not that like things were going really terrible in the morning, but that's when things really, picked up steam for me on uh from the old gambling perspective so quite a quite a lucrative day yesterday fellas it was it was a lot yeah of and i mean you juxtapose that to the 63 61 game between appalachian state and north carolina it was yeah. uh the games really ran ran the full spectrum there same sport same sport believe it or not you know I had a little bit different weekend. I didn't, I only caught maybe a game and a half because I was, I spent most of the day in a dealership doing car stuff. So I only caught, I was watching on my phone as much doing as I car could. Stuff. But, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so yeah, you guys are gonna have to fill me in a little bit. Is, is a sexy new whip though. Yeah. I mean that well worth it. You know, I would have, uh, I would have skipped the games yesterday to pick that thing up too, man. I mean, week one, I, I know it's exciting, but most of the games, at least the ones I cared about were, kind of you knew it was coming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i, I would agree. i mean that's a that's a pretty <clears throat> good consolation prize there that, that that nice that nice jeep to to miss out on you know week one games i think i would make that exchange as well oh, we might need to take it somewhere for a game oh i would absolutely be down for that i feel like that's like a tailgating machine yeah that's just built yeah. for that it it absolutely is um all right guys well like we said great great uh week one official week one um of college football uh now we get to talk about uh, a very very great and fun rivalry uh but before we get to that joe what are we drinking today give me a second here all right there we go unleashed um yeah so this week (laughs) we have the lynchburg lemonade as you can tell uh by its name uh, it's heavy on the jack, so which is is fitting. So, 
this drink itself, I'll give you the ingredients real quick and then get into a little bit. There's not too much history here, but um, I know EJ had a, a few comments to, to make as well. So you got an ounce of Jack, uh, ounce of triple, triple sec, half ounce of lemon juice, half ounce simple syrup, lemon four, juice. Ounce, four ounces of lemon lime soda, and then you just garnish with, with a lime or sorry, a lemon wedge. So I did a little bit of a different take on this. I didn't have everything uh, exactly as they wanted. So for lemonade, I, I actually went with lemonade Ooh, uh, okay. and, and used that instead. Yeah. I used a lime truly Ooh. as my lemon lime soda. So kind of go. the same outcome. It's carbonated and it's got the, yeah. the flavor. It's actually a, a lime truly margarita. Uh, oh, seltzer. I really like those. Those are very, they are very good. good. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, really you just add everything into your shaker except for the carbonation and then shake and add it to a highball glass. And then you can add your, whatever you're using as your carbonation on top of it. So I, I like, uh, I like the combination, like in subbing in the truly there that really helps to kind of like accelerate the, uh, the alcohol, uh, consumption yeah. path. That's, double that's a move there. that I'm a big fan. Yeah. That is a, that is a yeah. And, and those ones, like those truly's aren't uh, I mean, the flavor's there, so you're still getting the flavor that you would from like a lemon lime soda. So yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, All right, let's uh, try these then, bad boys. Oh, sorry, go ahead. That's right. EJ's, I've been EJ's like salivating over here. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Oh yeah, that'll do. I wish I would have sweet, little sweet. I don't know why I don't think about lemonade and like whiskey as a pairing more because. I love what I love lemonade. Like there's not, not much mm-hmm. better in the summertime than a nice, cool, refreshing glass of lemonade. And that's a fantastic pairing. So I don't know why, why it's not something I think about more. I, I, I wish you would have told me this back in May. I mean, this is just a fantastic, fantastic little bevy. Can that's I just say, look. I'm, I'm really loving your choices early on because it is still hot as balls out. Yes. So I'm appreciating we're keep, that we're yeah, saving some of the appropriate. Yeah, the hearty stuff is coming when it starts to get a little cooler. Yeah, yeah he's we'll going to have summer alcohol as as chili coming up for the for the November time for him. Ooh, yeah. I feel like that's like a that's like a good band name or something. Alcoholic chili. chili. I love it. <laughs> so, just a quick history on this. There really isn't much. Um, I found a story, and you guys you guys saw this as well. But um, I guess this drink. Uh, it was created in Huntsville, Alabama, of all places, not in Lynchburg or, or even in Tennessee. Um, so he created it in 1980, and then Jack Daniels started making it and kind of inherited it or adopted it as their own. He sued them and he lost, oh, and yeah. that's kind of where it left us. Is is they're still making it, and he got pissed and couldn't really do anything about it so what a perfect segue i don't even know if that was like purposeful i i'm gonna just give you credit and say it was um so one of the things uh it had mentioned was obviously um adding some sort of tennessee whiskey so it recommends jack daniels but it also recommends any other tennessee whiskey and one of them was uncle nearest and this was uh, something that I'm familiar with just because one of uh, my coworkers kind of, it was actually one of like our executives um, told a story and, and kind of, uh, you know, uh, 
gave a recommendation about Uncle Nearest and, and how uh, if you're going to drink a Tennessee whiskey, that should be the one. Um, so I thought I'd just give you guys a, a brief little history here on Uncle Wait Nearest. On it, so uh, Uncle Nearest is, is a Tennessee whiskey named after um, Nathan uh, Nearest Green. And he is credited as being is that a hyphen first... or is that a middle name? That that is a nickname. Um, okay, I'm gonna say a nearest. middle name. That's an odd choice there. No, yeah, that was a uh, a nickname. I'm not sure where he actually got that nickname, um, <laughs> but he is uh, credited as being, yeah, exactly, um, being the first African American distiller uh, in America. And one of his, so he was a formerly enslaved uh, man uh, that got his freedom and started to distill whiskey in Tennessee. And he had a very young apprentice that he taught how to distill, uh, and that would be Jack Daniel. And so Jack Daniel then uh, decided to take his recipe, uh, Uncle Nearest, and essentially claim it as his own. Uh, and kind of whitewashed him, uh, especially as back in the 1800s, uh, out of his own recipe um, and denied it all. And honestly, it's really, really hard to find information on this because of like the PR push Jack Daniels did right, to kind of right. like modern day to to kind of Sweep under the I don't rug. say hide, but oh, I, hide. I think you could probably <laughs> say hide. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty safe. Pretty safe. So they're trying to hide that. Right. So it took decades or well past decades, uh, 100 years. And in uh, 2017, uh, the family of Uncle Nearest actually had documentation that showed that Jack Daniel's recipe was actually um, Nathan Green's. And so I, I think it didn't go public. I think they came to an agreement with with current Jack Daniels uh, company to to reach an agreement where, you know, they kind of don't talk about the past, but they can use the recipe moving forward and, mm -hmm. you know, and kind of just do their own separate thing. Um, so they did that. And he also uh, had some very cool modern day, um, I, I guess, familiar, uh, familial, familial, that's probably the word. Um, Information as well. So in night or in 2019, his uh, it was announced that Victoria Edie Butler uh, would become the first African American female whiskey master blender and lead distilling operations, and she's a descendant of Nathan Green. Oh, nice! So his his family lineage uh, lives on, and uh, they actually now Jack Daniel and um, Uncle Nearest have come together and announced uh, a new initiative uh, to create a um, distilling school for uh, people of color. Um, and also, I believe they have uh, another initiative uh, to invest in minority funded and owned spirit brands. Um, nice. So the story ends up being a very cool one. Obviously, it was terrible that, um, you know, this man's recipe was stolen from him for, mm -hmm. for so much, uh, for so long. But uh, yeah, very cool. So, uh, you know, I, I think Jack Daniels, company now obviously made it right but um mm -hmm. if, you, if you're looking for a tennessee whiskey i've had uncle nearest i actually thought i had some leftover but i i drank it um it is, <laughs> it's very nice store. it is it's a little more expensive though yeah it's very nice it's very uh smooth i highly recommend it so if you are a tennessee yeah. whiskey fan uh i really highly recommend you get the og get get, yeah. get it straight yeah. from the source 
from uh, from Uncle Nearest himself. Yeah, no, it's definitely a question for you guys. Fire away. What is Jack Daniel's real name? Real full name? Oh, I don't. Ooh, I don't know. This. I don't know this. I have no idea. Any guesses? How oh. about first name? John. Okay, EJ. Yeah, I'd, I'd say John. That's a that's a good guess. Jasper sure. Newton uh-huh. Daniel. Jasper. <laughs> yeah, I guess he just went Jasper. by Jasper. All right. Yeah, he died in 1911. That's that's definitely an old ass name. Like that's the name of a guy who for sure is gonna is gonna whitewash you out of history. You know, like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've never seen a picture oh, yeah. of him either. I haven't that either. Guy, he's yeah. he's definitely Handlebars. that's a nefarious looking fella right there. Yeah. He definitely probably like was twisting his mustache after he uh <laughs> he put old old nearest out of business, probably. So, that's uh, so do you do you guys go with traditional Jack for yours? Yeah. I should Oh, I, I did not. I just, like I said, I thought I had Uncle Nearest and, um, yeah, you know, in North Carolina. So I just grabbed what I had. I actually think okay. I put bullet in this. Mm. Um, I went with uh, Jack Honey. Kind of nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I love you're that. Just put, you're just remixing this up. You're putting your own yeah, spin on it, man. I got I to gotta keep it keep it interesting. So there you go. All right. Should we move on? I think. Uh... Yes. Let's, uh, let's. Let's go right into our pick them with the boys segment. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know if, if, if there's any other podcast, I probably should have done that research. I don't think anyone has a pick them, but I will say we do. I know there's another set of boys that are pretty famous, but we do consider ourselves the W and W boys. And this is essentially a college pick them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We are boys. Um, so we, and we, we are. are damn boys. So we don't, we don't have a bus. Uh, so. We do not. No, no a, we do you not. just got a beach. I've no, got we a got a spare bedroom. We got a gladiator now. Screw a bus. Oh, yeah, that's true. Fit. <laughs> that's oh, why not? We'll, we'll figure it out. Jeeping with the boys. There we go. <laughs> Jeeping with the boys. Um, so, yeah, guys, uh, th- this this weekend was about as bad as it can go for me. Um, I, I went mm-hmm. I went winless with mm-hmm. with two very heartbreaking losses and one that was not even close. Um, and you yeah. guys were the exact opposite. Yeah, you were pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I was even thinking about like putting Purdue on my list, and then uh, you got the pick, and I'm like, ah, I guess I'll I'll hang on to it. But uh, no, yeah, I felt like I said, felt it was a great, great, great little weekend. Uh, it's nice, nice to do well, uh, start off the season right, and uh, you know, go undefeated here. And, uh, you know, just pad the bank account because there's going to be some dark, there's going to be some dark times around the corner. I, I know that I, there's going to be a couple of weeks where it's like, holy shit, it's all going wrong, but it's nice to start and have some good momentum and feel like the smartest man in the world for, for, you know, just 24 hours. So I'll, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. EJ, did you just flip a light switch? It got, it instantly got dark there. No, so so uh yeah. The sun just went I it went down like so fast. Yeah, so you might not be able. I'm just gonna be like a shadowed figure. Yeah, you are. Um, oh, that's all right. You were kind of like that last yeah, time. I got too, you too. So yeah, I think I'm gonna adjust my uh strategy here. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize it. I just got so caught up in like the close games. I don't even think I picked a spread that was longer than six and a half. So you did not I probably uh, should have week one, State. that's where it's at. Yeah, I probably should have sprinkled in like a double-digit home favorite <laughs> in my eh, mix, I, and I will adjust accordingly. 
You'll learn. Yeah. I mean, Next hey, year. yeah. Next <laughs> you week never one. know, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think I told you guys before, pick them. I'm terrible. I used to be in pick them leagues with my coworkers at work and I quit because I was really bad at it. <laughs> Just Wasn't it relaxed. your idea for the, to buy this bottle? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working at it, guys. I, I, I like a challenge. I, I'm, I'm, I, I felt pretty good about my picks. Obviously, a couple of them just barely missed. I doesn't matter, right? It's not horseshoes and hand grenades, but uh, well, we'll do better. You know, speaking you know, of we'll speaking better. of some bad misses, I mean Doyle. You know, uh, shout out to Doyle for sending his picks, but like Utah, right? So that that's tough. Yeah. That's brutal yeah, that's, because that's Utah tough. absolutely could have won that game and covered. Yeah. And then uh, I'm Virginia Tech. I mean, yeah, when you get that was actually one I almost I almost took Old Dominion. Um, uh, that was one that I was intrigued by. That was just one of those like East Carolina. Like you look at yeah, your AD and yeah. you go, "What the hell are you doing? Sending yeah. us to a rival road game week one?" Like yeah, that yeah, yeah. real setup for failure there. Yeah, it re- it it really was. But uh, no, I mean. Yeah, like I said, it was it was a fantastic week for me. Had a had a real nice time. And I I mean that Iowa bet under 15 and a half, like that's, the that's strangest bet that you're gonna have this year. Uh maybe. I mean it's gonna be hard under to be a total I don't know a total game under of fifteen and a half. Yeah. Like that's that's insane. So I am I'm super proud of that one. I'm so glad I got it in. But uh yeah, awesome week. Awesome week. So everyone listening, uh, please uh, don't feel like you're behind. You're going to start at the same spot I am uh, with O and three. So don't be afraid to uh, to join us next week in this competition. Um, you know, obviously we're we're all catching, trying to catch Mike here, but uh, these 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 ebb and flows. So you're not really out of it. it um, yeah, I'm, I, I join us. It please. would be nice. It would it would be great. To just you know, and that's the thing about gambling, right? It's like, man, maybe I just won't, maybe I won't lose a bet all year. Like that's awesome to feel. And then just the lows of I'm the dumbest man alive that's coming. I eventually around the corner. Uh, I I can't wait, but I will. I will say that I will uh, keep posting uh, on our Instagram too. I was enjoying doing a couple of quick sips here and there uh, as the drama unfolded throughout the day. Uh, and if I you know, things do take a turn gambling. Uh, I will, I will post as well when I'm in a, a sad, dark place. Mike's uh, doing a live video on Instagram from a bridge. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've been with him on those sad, sad days. Um, and they, they are, they're, they're quite something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll um, share those too. Uh, all right. Anything else guys, uh, from, from our pick them last week or, yeah. No, no, nothing for me. No. All right. Well, then let's get into the episode and the rivalry. So today we're going to talk about the battle for the beer barrel. And that is played between the Kentucky Wildcats and the Tennessee Volunteers. So, guys, what are your guesses to what the trophy looks like? Uh, like I'm thinking like a glass of wine, like a nice Chardonnay is probably what it's going to look like. Uh, Joe, what do you think there, pal? Maybe margarita glass. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I actually have a. I'm just thinking of the uh, old oaken bucket. Like that's kind of what I, I have in my head. Maybe a. It's a maybe bucket. uh Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> maybe I. Hey. 
a beer barrel is a much better way to represent a state than a bucket. That's for damn sure. I'll say that. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Just in, you know, something with a little brown bucket. Or, uh, yeah, I'm hoping it's like vibes. like a weathered, old, dark yeah. wood. Like that's a patina full size that. barrel where like you can hold it over your head. Hopefully. Oh, you think it's full sized? I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I was thinking like a little uh, you know, like the um, what are those dogs called? The the um, Saint Bernards. They they got the mm. little like uh beer beer barrel under there. Uh, oh. It's like whiskey or something On under the there. Uh, yeah. 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 That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I hope it. Yeah. I hope it's a big boy. Like full size. You can raise that. I mean, obviously it's empty. Maybe you're not. Maybe it's not. Maybe they Ooh. celebrate with it. <laughs> now that's a trophy. If, if yeah. I was gonna say, hold it over your head. Refill but... it with beer. Oh, there you go. Freshman, divert your eyes. Right. We're drinking. <laughs> well, we will get into that a little bit later. But before we get into the history of this rivalry, just a quick, quick little segment here. Quick little either or, you know, uh, Kentucky and Tennessee style. So I'm going to okay. give you. Two things, and you tell me, both of you, which one you would prefer. Okay. First one. This one's this one's a bit of a stretch, but uh, uh, we'll see here. Great. So Great the start. song, the song, Bourbon in Kentucky by Dirk Bentley, or Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton. Joseph, you can go ahead. Tennessee first. Whiskey. Tennessee yeah. Whiskey. I don't even, I don't even yeah. know the Dirk Bentley song. Yeah, I don't know the Dirk Bentley song that well, but I, I mean, Great. Chris Stapleton, Voice yeah. of the Angel. So. Yeah, I, I don't think anything would have beaten Tennessee Whiskey. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, the song goes, there's not enough bourbon in Kentucky to get me to forget you. Is ah, okay. Ooh, gotcha. The tone, the tone of that Dirk Bentley song. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. So that, that, we got that one out of the way. Now, now we got some, some real tough <laughs> ones here. Justin Timberlake or George Clooney? JT. Yes, JT. Ooh, no got, I mean, what does like Clooney have for us? Uh, yeah, I mean, he can, I mean, I, I love oceans, but like JT can sing, he can dance, you know. <laughs> it's funny. He okay. He's got a bromance yeah. with Fallon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't, you don't like the bromance with Brad? BP? <sighs> nah. It's nah. I feel like okay. Brad is more of a uh, a serial bromance guy. You know, I don't think that anything <laughs> that he and George has is... Uh... He gets bromances with whoever he wants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. The Fallon uh, Reese... and JT is more organic, I think. Yes, sure. I definitely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Reese Witherspoon or Jennifer Lawrence? Hmm. J- Jennifer Lawrence. I'm going to take Reese Witherspoon. I love Lee Okay. See, I, I, I'm with, I, I mean, they're both lovely. I think Jennifer Lawrence would be much cooler to hang out with. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like Reese might not be very. You think? Fun. I don't know, man. She's had some pretty bad moments. I mean, I guess we all have. She's also very has, short. Has she? Yeah. Has, has, is she like. She's, 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 she's had a couple of DUIs where she pulled the, do you know who I am card? Are you so. serious? I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh yeah, man, I'm changing yeah. my vote. There's still time to change it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to J Law then. That's, I don't like that. Not at all. No, yeah. Um, well, like I said, everyone has their moments, but she's had a few mm-hmm. that are like that. Um, okay. Kentucky Derby or Bonnaroo? Ooh. It's hard. I've never been to either. Yeah, I haven't. I'm thinking the Derby. I, I I very much like uh 
Uh, like I've never been there, but I'd like to go. I'm a, I, I love yeah. the vibe, you know, the, yeah. the seer sucker, the drinks, you know, like, like you gotta go once. Right. At least yeah. 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 I'm going to go Derby as well. Cause I feel like Bonnaroo's nothing against it. Cause I've never been, but I feel like it's not much different than any other music festival. Yeah. I'm not a big music sure. festival guy, you know, like I just, I, 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 yeah, I didn't, I was surprised it took you guys that long. Cause I didn't think either you guys would be big music festival. I mean, yeah. I guess maybe you, Joe, but I, I think, it, yeah, I've been to a couple. I, I mean, it'd be fun, but yeah. I, yeah. I think the Derby would be like betting and, and like just a, the whole activity of getting dressed up and it'd be fun to go to check it out. Yeah, I agree. All right. Last one. This is a big one. Nashville hot chicken or Kentucky fried chicken. Nashville. Nashville. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you guys, yeah, that's, a tough, that's not a tough one. Yeah. That, that's hesitate. Nice. That's All right. Well, it looks like you guys overall like the state of Tennessee more than you like the uh, state of Kentucky. <laughs> Although Kentucky obviously gives us all the great burgers. <laughs> Careful. Careful with what you say there, pal. Oh, I know. I know. Surprise, Mr. I hate Tennessee here. And all of a sudden you're picking all these Tennessee people. I mean, it. it's delicious chicken. I'll say that. All right. <laughs> it's delicious chicken. Are we, are, we doing, are we doing this each week? I kind of like this segment. Yeah, this I, the, I, the I can bring this back. Nice, it's very nice. Okay. Yeah. You're killing I it. Will, with uh, I'll segments, keep that in mind. Pal. I will say Thanks, that man. the segments are fantastic. Do, do Are my references like the greatest? Do I have like the best references? You do have the sickest references. Your references <laughs> oh, are sorry, the sickest. Oh, wait. Sickest? Is <laughs> yeah, that the, sorry, the reference to when you told us what sick means or no? Uh, oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Toil appreciated um, that one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Toil texted me about that, which of he course he did. Me too. Um, all right, so let's get into the history of this rivalry. So the first matchup was in 1893, and the Wildcats won 56 to nothing. Yeah, quite, quite the, quite the. That's first, a lot uh, of points there. for for 18. EJ would have taken the volunteers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. What's the spread? <laughs> I like I like 55. the Vols as, as, a, as a road dog. Um, and then the Vols won the next two matchups. Uh, but overall, the series is Tennessee leads at 82 wins to 26 losses to Holy nine ties. And yes, and there's a reason for that. So the rivalry has been played every year uh, since both teams joined the SEC in 1932. Uh, so there's a plenty of games uh, being played. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. early on, this matchup was pretty even, but that changed because of a 26-game winning streak for the Volunteers. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So the 26-game winning streak happened between 1985 and 2010. Uh, and this consecutive winning streak is tied for the 11th longest in college football history. Can you guess who holds the longest streak at 43 straight games? So this is 43 straight wins against a rival or is that what you mean? Yeah. And they're rivals. It, it yeah. can be against an opponent, but this, these two are rivals. They are still playing this game today. Uh, and it includes a service Academy. Oh, um, Give you a, obviously there's a lot, a lot of teams. I want to say it's probably Notre Dame with the service academy, like Notre Dame Army or Notre Dame Navy. Correct. It is, it is Notre Dame who is the service academy. Ah, either Army or Navy, probably Army. Yeah. Joe, what do you think? I'll go Navy just for. It is Navy. 
So I, I, I Notre thought Dame you might have been won. nodding your head, but like, what? I could see. Oh, I, I didn't. Even, I wasn't even looking at him. He <laughs> 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 just see me anyway. Uh, yeah, I see. I feel like Navy has had some better teams more recently. Like, and I, I remember they had an upset, but I didn't know if it was Notre Dame or someone else. But so okay. it was forty-three straight games, and Navy broke that streak in two thousand seven. Ah, gotcha. Okay. That's oh, okay. Ago. So it's not active. Okay. It was not an active one. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, and other, some other notable ones that were kind of in that top 10 ish uh, was Michigan over Indiana. Uh, that was 24 straight wins that was broken in 2019. Um, yeah, I know. That was crazy too. I didn't realize that. Um, Florida over Kentucky. That was 31 straight. That was Poor broken Kentucky, in 2017. Man. I know. <laughs> Two of the top 10. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and some of the longest ones that are currently active is Ohio State over Indiana. Sorry, Hoosiers. Or Indiana twenties. <laughs> yeah, uh, at twenty six straight, dating back to nineteen ninety one. A um, and M over TCU is at twenty four, but they haven't played since two thousand one. Okay. Um, so wow. that's kind of a tough one. And then Bama over Vandy at twenty two straight, uh, but I mean, they haven't played since twenty seventeen. But I think huh. they, I think they might play to this year. Uh, I, don't, I don't I don't think Vandy's breaking that streak. Say tonight. Wait wait wait. They haven't played <laughs> since 2017. Yes. Huh. I, okay. I no. I, oh yeah. I guess right. no. That makes sense. I just remember Tua and Jalen both uh, playing in that game. So okay. Cool. That makes sense. 2017 works. Okay. COVID, yeah. Um. So the Wildcats did not win any games against the Volunteers during the 1940s, the 1990s, or the 2000s. Uh, and the only decade of the SEC era in which uh, Kentucky posted a winning record against Tennessee was in the 1950s when they oh went 6-3-1. and one. <laughs> And that was largely due to the Kentucky coach at the time, who was... Mr. No Bear Bryant. Oh, okay. So Bear Bryant coached uh, at Kentucky for eight seasons. And under Bryant, Kentucky mm-hmm. made its first bowl appearance in 1947, won its first SEC title in 1950. Mm-hmm. And that 1950 team would finish with a school best 11 and one record. And their only loss, Tennessee. Tennessee. And that concluded the season with a victory over Bud Wilkerson's top-ranked Oklahoma Sooners in the Sugar Bowl. And when the AP poll was released before the bowl games in that era, mm-hmm. so Kentucky ended up in the regular season ranked number seven, um, mm-hmm. but several other polls um, declared Bryant's 1950 Wildcats to be the national champions, um, but neither the NCAA nor the college football data warehouse recognizes that claim. Wait, so they, they ranked seventh, but other polls said, no, they they should be the national champions. Yeah. So the final rankings um, stopped before the bowl game. Okay. So they were seventh. Then they won that bowl game in a shocker. And then oh. most people feel like they should have been, uh, been the national champions, but they were not that... recognized as such. I don't know. Like the, uh... I feel like that wouldn't like that wouldn't fly now. Right. You know, I mean, we're, we're like in the playoff, right? Like, and we're going to yeah. get to a 12 team playoff, but like mm-hmm. if you have like a, the number 17, like knock off the number one team, like, 
Yeah. I'm not saying they're national champions. I'm no. saying that's a great win and maybe they're better than number seven, but like they're not national champions. Yeah. I mean, I like, don't know what, who is a national champion or, no, or no. what, let's just, I, I don't know how the necessarily the bowl, I mean, college football. Is so what if their best player was hurt BCS. or something like doesn't, yeah. Necessarily, yeah. I guess, I mean, who knows? We weren't around during that time, but yeah, that just feels, I just wonder like what it was like back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think that segment, you know, stays in season one. I was trying to freshen it up for you guys. Maybe I'll sneak it in. We were trying Maybe, to, I will say I, the segments are fantastic, dude. The segments are fantastic. <laughs> I'll, uh, may, maybe I'll, I'll sneak one in one of these times when it's a year. A lot of the times we ran up against the same years, um, multiple, yeah. multiple rivalries. But so, uh, Brian also <clears> led <throat> Kentucky to appearances in the Great Lakes Bowl, the Orange Bowl, and the Cotton Bowl. Uh, and Kentucky's final AP poll rankings under Bryant included number 11, number seven, number 15, number 20, number 16. Uh, and then the highest ranking yet was uh, uh, number six uh, in 1977. Okay. So okay. though he led Kentucky's football program to its greatest achievement, Bryant resigned after 1953 because he felt that Adolf Rupp's basketball team, uh, which Not is a good Rupp first Arena, name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, would, would always be the school's primary sport. So now he, he, did, uh, did he, he go to a and after that? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, okay. I didn't I didn't look further. Uh, I know it I wasn't think, straight to Alabama. Yeah, well, I I I I'm pretty positive he was at A and M before Alabama. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then probably. So I, I, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. So, just, so did, didn't want to share the spotlight with Rupp, huh? Nope. And then I guess years after is, leaving Lexington, he built a better relationship with Rupp, but it looks like they were kind of at odds about um, who on campus should be. You know primarily support i mean that makes sense back then you probably weren't getting as much like funding like you know you had to really like fight for the spotlight you know on campus no, still and... still today though you i mean that happened yeah. just a couple to go <laughs> over the well, summer with calipari wait what happened calipari had to apologize because he he was interviewed or something and recently and he said oh we're a basketball school like we should get all the funding and he had to oh, go I back didn't, and i didn't hear that no yeah oh, wow i thing. i didn't realize maybe that like either. two months ago Holy yeah, cow. Had, he was, I don't know where he was, but he was, I want to say he was overseas somewhere and he got interviewed. He said, we're a basketball school. We should get the money. And then they, it was like super awkward. Cause uh, what's Kentucky's coach's name? Uh, uh, Stoops. Stoops. Yeah. He yeah. tweeted at Calipari saying, Whoa, we're not, not just a basketball <laughs> school here. What do you mean? Yeah. And then Mark. they had to, they did like a sit down once Calipari got back and he like, it was interviewed again. And he said, Oh, we're, we're good now. Like everything's fine. Like we talked it through. Like, See, I, but I like, that's, that's like, what, what do they need? Like that? That's the crazy thing to me. Like, I would think that it's easy for, to like fund a, maybe Calipari like just doesn't like getting some of the spotlight taken, but like, I would think that anything Kentucky basketball wants, they're going to get, you know, like, yeah. I don't, here we go. Here we go. I, I got think it. he's going to ask for August, stuff. August yeah, 12. I don't know what he was thinking kentucky basketball I mean, coach john calipari woke up thursday and decided to publicly make the case for his program to get a new practice facility this is a basketball school it's always been that alabama is a football school so is georgia i mean they are no there's no disrespect to our football team i hope they win 10 <laughs> games and go to bowls at the end of the day that makes my job easier it makes the job of all of us easier 
Notice, but this notice is a basketball that he said, school. Notice that he said he hopes they win 10 games and go to bowls, yeah. not 13 games and go to Natty. Yeah. yeah. And Stoops replied via Twitter, basketball school, question mark. I thought we competed in the SEC. Hashtag four straight postseason wins. Yeah, I mean, you never want that out of your school's like two yeah, top internal, coaches, right? Like, yeah, that's, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they yeah, lost one of the greatest coaches of all time. And and God knows, I mean, I don't know. Back in the day, I feel like there was definitely a lot more like loyalty. And oh, yeah. Bryant might have just stayed if he would have felt like he uh, was getting the respect he wanted. He might have. Yeah, that's what I mean. History <laughs> in the... itself in 2022. Well, yeah. that, I mean, now I got to take a look because I got to take a look to see where he went. Okay. Yeah. He, so he went to, he went to A&M after Kentucky. And then obviously he went to Bama, but there's a, a movie that came out quite some time ago about um, it's called the junction boys. And uh, it was his uh, first camp at A&M. And he just, I mean, it's the most brutal uh, training camp like ever. It's a really, it's a cool movie. Um, Like, but yeah, he was just so brutal, like a bunch of people quit and stuff like that. So um, yeah. And then he went to, yeah, he was only 25, 14 and two at A&M and they went to, to Bama. So because All right. mama called and when mama calls, you just have to come running. <clears throat> All right. Well, why don't we get to the bell of the ball here? Uh, why don't you guys scroll down and tell me what your, uh, your thoughts are on this? Ooh, it's French. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it's, uh, uh, it looks like, um, Oh, I wasn't thinking French. It's Gosh. a French barrel. Why did I blank out? Um, it's a French ass name, Yvonne. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, whatever. Anyways, I can't. Th- I uh, so it, it's a it's a wooden barrel. It looks like it's a full size beer barrel. It's literally mm-hmm. painted red, white, and blue in a well, orange, orange flag. It's, it's oh, is that, it orange? It's that orange that you can't. Oh, sit it's with Tennessee orange. Okay, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's not what I thought it was. It's, it it it's, does look like the French flag, though. Yeah, it it does sure. look. It does indeed look like the French flag. So the white middle has the year, and then yeah. the left has Tennessee score in the orange, and the red, uh, the right has Kentucky score in the blue. Yep, and it looks like it's just written on there with like a sharpie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I I like it too. It's very simple, and it is, is big. Peyton? I mean, it. What's that? We got Peyton Manning holding. Oh, yeah. I scrolled down. Okay. We got. Peyton oh, man. You guys scrolled a little far. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you said we could, we could look at it. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Well, I figured. Um, yes. You didn't they, say we could look at one picture. I figured with that winning <laughs> streak that obviously Peyton's going to hoist this bad boy. Uh, yes. And actually, then we got Vince Peyton... McMahon holding it in the second picture. Uh, oh, shit. That Peyton... does look like Vince. Um, Peyton's holding that is actually a very monumental moment um, that I will get to. Okay. Okay. In about two minutes. Uh, so the barrel was introduced in 1925 by a group of former Kentucky students who wanted uh, to create some sort of material sign of their school's supremacy at the time and the rivalry. Uh, and it was rolled onto the field uh, that year with the words ice water painted on it because I was say, they 1925. wanted. 1925. 
Yeah, they wanted to avoid any right? outcries over alcohol drums, yep, symbolizing a college rivalry during the Prohibition Look era. Look away, freshmen. Yep. So they they just put ice <laughs> water and Look uh, away, United States government. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, when uh, while the trophy was ceremonially awarded to the game's winner each year, uh, it took some unauthorized trips over the years. <clears throat> So Tennessee lost to Kentucky in 1953, but several uh, students from uh, Tennessee keg-napped the uh, barrel nice. there uh, nice. and, and kept it hidden in Knoxville until Kentucky students retaliated by dog-napping Smokey. Oh, <laughs> that's brutal. You take the barrel, we're going to take your dog? Yeah. Um, and so that kind of set in motion, uh, you know, a series of additional pranks over the years between the two schools. I love a good uh, prank big... and, and some theft. You know, I feel like it's been a while since we've gotten some trophy theft. Yeah. So it's it's nice to have that that uh, segment back here. And uh, so the, the that was the only time the beer barrel was uh, involved. Other things were just um, various things taken um, from each other's campuses. Mm-hmm. And the trophy lasted all the way from 1925 through 1998 so for 72 years those two teams traded the barrel back and forth um but the year 1997 marked the last year that the barrel uh would make its uh appearance in the annual matchup so a week before the voles faced off against the wildcats in 1998 tragedy hit as two kentucky players were involved in a fatal alcohol related car crash uh and the kentucky good look yeah, so Kentucky athletic director at the time, CM Newton, made the decision that the trophy referencing alcohol was not appropriate considering the circumstances. So the trophy ceremony was canceled for the 1998 game, and both schools later agreed to permanently end the tradition. So this so, it's done. The trophy's done. Done. And as you see, Peyton Manning, that picture was the last time that it was hmm. awarded. Wow. Um, so the beer, the barrel itself, uh, was in Tennessee's possession when the tradition was discontinued. And according to Kentucky sports radio, the beer barrel is stored in a football equipment cage at UT. Uh, and there have been recently, I think it was right before the pandemic, um, talks, uh, renewed talks to bring back the barrel. Um, but there has been no real movement on the topic, um, as of now, but there definitely has been some discussion. Yeah. Right. For real, man. Bring it back, guys. Leave it to Tennessee to screw up a good thing, you know? Like, come on, guys. Yeah. This is and, a, and it, uh, water again. Yeah, Ice water. Right, label of water. Yeah, I think it I think it made sense at the time. I, I think, you know. Oh, yeah, time, yeah. To skip it's, it that it's been, year, sure. But like sure. Yeah, you can't do yeah, it makes sense. It's but it's bring been, it back. Right. Yeah. It's it's been some time now. It's been 25 years or so. So um so yeah, uh, like I said, Pete Manning that that year, uh, that picture, a uh, lovely picture of him. Uh, that was the last year it was uh, awarded, and unfortunately, this game will share the spotlight with the Florida Georgia game on October 29th. Ah. So we will have to preview. We are going to talk that week. We will talk about Florida Georgia. Um, that will be the rivalry that okay. we go into. Uh, but we will preview this game uh, at the end of that episode uh, at the uh, Halloween weekend. Cool, cool, cool. So that's going to do it for us, guys. So why don't we get to our rankings here? Uh, so uh, just to remind everyone, we rank on a scale of one to five for looks, mm-hmm. history, the rivalry, 
uh, and then the competitiveness of the rivalry. Uh, and then overall, whether we think that is a bottom tier, a middle tier, or a top tier. So, Mike, why don't you start us off? All right. Uh, let's see. Let's say uh, looks uh, four. I like it quite a bit. Uh, mm, mm, mm. You know what? Knock it down to a... I do love a beer barrel here, but I'm going to knock it down to a three because uh, you just can't sit with that orange. That, that's an that's an orange that you can't sit with. It's ugly. So knock it down to a three. Uh, but I do, <clears throat> I do think it looks pretty cool. Uh, history, um, I mean, they just kind of rolled a barrel onto the field and said, hey, let's do it. Um, sure. That's kind of lazy. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, a two. Maybe for the uh, for the history here, uh, the rivalry of its in and of itself is obviously. Uh, oh wait, hold on. We have to consider rivalry differently than competitiveness of the rivalry. Uh, right. I do like this. Uh, okay, so then the rivalry itself. I like that there was some theft. I like that there was some pranks. Uh, you know, Tennessee and Kentucky do still, I think, very much hate each other. Uh, so I'm going to say like a four for the rivalry and then competitiveness. I'm going to say uh, a one. That record is ghastly. Okay. Uh, Joe. Oh, oh, sorry. And overall, oh, sorry, yeah. uh, overall, like uh bottom tier. Okay. Uh, Joe. All right. Looks, I'm going to go four. I think it's, it's, it's pretty much exactly what I, was envisioning minus the French flag. <laughs> so we'll go for history. Mm. Let's go two point. What'd you say? We can do halves 2.5. Yeah, we can do halves. Not great. Not, not horrible. Um, unfortunately the, the history kind of was cut. I mean, it cut short a little bit. Um, unless they bring it back rivalry. Let's go three for rivalry kind of right in the middle and then competitiveness one clearly <laughs> and then tier hmm. let's go bottom for now you might it's middle but let's go bottom for now all right okay and uh looks for me i'm gonna go with a four uh i think i love uniqueness and um and even though it's not like an actual trophy trophy i uh, actually think that works in its favor um mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. i definitely love that mm -hmm. uh the history i'm gonna go 3.5 so while the genesis of it wasn't um anything spectacular i love the ballsiness of one doing a beer barrel in prohibition um and two uh the longevity yeah. of it so obviously it lasted that's true years. that's good um, would that be so like comparable to making a trophy it's like a like a bong or something right now <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think so. Although, yeah, I mean, or maybe like a like a like a eight ball or something like that. You know, like that. That's really what it would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the rivalry itself, I give it a two and a half. Um, so right around average. I feel like it's um, they're definitely rivals i don't know if it's the most heated rival um but it's definitely not i wouldn't say it's the best it's not the worst i just tagged it a little below a three just because um 
you know, I, I really like interstate rivals uh, and they are not that. Um, and then competitiveness, um, oh, I actually might change my, so I think I did one and a half for Georgia, Georgia tech. Um, and it's, it's right there. I'll just do one and a half. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it right there. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that series speaks for itself when you have 26 straight <laughs> wins, um, against an opponent, like in modern era too, it's not just 26 straight wins back in, you know, 1820, sure, sure. it was, yeah. you know, <laughs> them sure. in the 80s through 2010 um so overall i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna keep this in a, in a middle tier for me it's gonna probably okay. be the low end of that for now okay um, okay yeah so that's how that's how i'm gonna do it for now i honestly um, i wanted a little bit i expected to like it a little bit more uh you know because of, of the the name right to battle for the beer yeah. barrel that's that's fantastic but i think it definitely uh is hurt by the fact that you know they don't play for the trophy anymore and uh but i do i do like some of the things around it right like the longevity the theft, potential yep you know yep. there is yeah, it the, has, yeah i feel potential. like it's wasting a lot of potential here i feel like it's yeah. uh you know it's it's got some got some uh intangibles got something you know got some good measurables looks good on paper but just needs to put a couple things together here, uh, you know, not not waste its potential, you know. Yeah, well, why don't we why don't we start a movement? Like this hashtag bring back the barrel. Let's 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 get it going. Let's let's like find it. some allies on both sides and let's get this thing out of that uh that equipment cage. I'll call Peyton. All right, yeah, hit him up. Um, so guys, I just want to say last I'll call week. Calipari. Uh, yeah, I mean, whoops. Um, your your rant of the week segment was was ah, awesome like that um i i, I did i loved it and and i got i have two i have a two for we, we're on this double bubble uh i've, I've got i've got two things um hit us do with you guys it. want this do you guys want the sports one first or the non-sports one his with the sports one because sports we're on first. that yeah okay guys i cannot stand i saw this happen twice in the michigan state game I saw it happen multiple times in other games. If a quarterback crosses the line of scrimmage with the ball, he is a runner enough with this stupid slide and then a personal foul penalty because uh, of defense, because especially when you have quarterbacks yeah. juking and then deciding to slide. Nope. Yeah, absolutely not. You cross the line of scrimmage. You are a runner and you can get your head knocked off. No, there was a big one in the Notre Dame, Ohio state game too. Yes. It's ridiculous because that dude's juking people and then decides to slide. Yeah. And I'm not, you're never going to hear me defend Ohio state, but there was a play where it's extremely hard for a defensive back or even for any defensive player to hold on. Let me see if he's going to slide here first before I tackle him. Like, there's no way like you're you're not going to win that too. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, that's the same thing with targeting too, right? It's because, and it's great that there's a review for targeting, but it's like I, people are just moving so fast in this game. And sometimes yeah. it's just, you know, the, you know, if they go to slide and, you know, you were, because you're trying to, there's such a small window where you mm-hmm. can hit a person. And if you're yeah. going for that window and they slide then, or like something changes their body movement, like, it's just impossible, you know? And, and the problem is the people throwing these flags, like most of them have no idea what it takes to play the game at that level. And like the, how hard it is to control your body 
in those types of situations. Yeah. So I also think they're going to err on the think... side of caution to try and they obviously For they sure. want to keep players safe. Yeah. yeah and yeah, if yeah, they're yeah. not doing that, then they look even worse. So it's kind of like, yes, they want to keep them safe, but also to, they look like they're not doing their job or, or they could get in trouble or fired or whatever for, if they're not enforcing and, that. And you know? that's true. It's not, and that's not, doesn't make it right. Rule has to change. Yeah. Like yeah. as far as them enforcing yeah. it, they have their hands tied. It's same with targeting. Mm-hmm. I get it. But like, and I'm glad they at least changed the Kenny Pickett rule of him mm-hmm. fake sliding. Slide. But mm-hmm. when you got quarterbacks that are mobile and juking and then last oh, second yeah. decide to slide, absolutely not. You yeah. cross the line, you're running back. Yeah, running backs don't get to slide when they're tired and don't want to get hit by a safety. Like, no, yeah. absolutely not. Done. Can't, can't stand it. I'm sick of it. Rant one done. Rant What's number football? two. Guys, this is, this is honestly going to like... I, I, I really need to know your answer here. When, when you're putting a toilet paper roll on on the little thing, right? Whatever your your holder, sure. do you put the flap that you're pulling from over top? You can't see my hands. Over top, or do you do it from underneath? Over. How do you do it? Over. My wife does it under, and it drives me insane. It's supposed to come over way. down to you. Yes. And then you don't pull. From yes. Any. Thank yes. the Lord. And you, when if you're it is really under, feeling good, it, you can fold it into a little corner, fold it, yeah. make it look nice. Like, yeah, my yeah, wife so and her whole I, family do it under, and I, I can't stand see. the under. Can't stand the under. It has to be over because then you're like, especially when it's like a new roll, and sometimes oh my god, it's, it's impossible. Big. It's right. impossible you're, you're to get ripping a square. Off square by square. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. I'm glad you guys are with me on this. I it's happened here at the beach. It has to go over. Like I I will actively like who did it? move who was when it? I'm at I don't know, but when I'm at other get out here. houses, <laughs> I, I will put it over. Like when I, I'm not playing that game. When when I like when it happens here, like I just I change it, but like <laughs> I will go so far that if it's a new role at like at my in-laws house. I will yeah. take it off, switch it, and then like flip it back whenever I'm done. You know, because like I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be rude. You know, like I I, I want to impose my will that way. But whenever I'm using the bathroom, I will flip it. I will flip it around. Yeah, it it, it drives me absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, but that that's just, that just so so just to dig in a little bit further. What did this happen early on in your stay, or was this after a little while? Uh, no, this has been from the get go. Like soon as first shit here, like trying trying to get some uh, toilet paper, and it's on the under, and it's just oh, no. like, and it was okay. a brand new roll. So, so, so it's, it's not like really. You, you don't have to play Survivor in that house to figure out who it is. Uh, I I don't think so. I'm honestly, it could have been provided by the like the rental unit. I, I don't that's, think that's we had to at. bring ours. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, we had to bring a lot of our own stuff. It could have been some. They're, house, gonna, they're gonna get one star that's it that's what it yeah. Comes yeah. To. yeah i mean yeah. that's that's what happens you go under until the paper on the right side um, so, okay guys oh sorry anything before, else on this rant before we wrap uh, not a rant but i i do have a live uh live comment from our better of the week nick doyle okay. i reached out to him earlier i just said hey man we're recording do you have any comments on your picks okay i quote home dogs are always the pick never pick against the home dog doesn't matter if it's ACC versus FBS, the home dog will cover. End quote. That's all he that has to say like to defend was... his. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair, fair enough. Doyle, we'll so. see you next week, pal. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's got to redeem it. himself. 
Um, and that's going to do it for us this week, guys. So follow us on Instagram at whiskers.whiskies and please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And don't forget to check out our Sun or Saturday morning uh, pick them with the boys challenge. And, and join please, on in. Please send us your favorite bets for the weekend. You're going to start off at the same point as me. Uh, so <laughs> please jo- join on. Uh, don't be afraid. Challenge us, please. Uh, so join us next week when we talk about the battle line trophy. For Mike and Joe, I'm EJ. Always remember, too much of anything is bad, but too much good whiskey is barely enough. Cheers, boys.